Hello, this is episode 177 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. This is a short little episode on motivations. It's about me being honest about how worrying sometimes it is to navigate Black Lives Matter as a white person. And I have to remind myself what I wrote about two years ago now, that your motivations matter so much more than your actions. I feel a huge draw and calling to this campaign. And a lot of people who've been listening to my podcast now for a few years have even started to message me and say that they can really see how big a deal it is for me. And I suppose they know how much I care about literacy and education and equality. And they can see why this is such an extension of this for me. I did write an exceptionally personal piece of writing a few weeks ago on the fact that I do feel that it is a massive calling It's almost a spiritual piece of writing, and I'm not ready to share it with the mainstream, but I have shared it with a few close people. But I'll be honest, every time I record a podcast on this topic or I put out a piece of writing, I'm very hesitant. I'm always looking at it and thinking, oh, will I be misunderstood here? And I've watched many people be criticized and just implode in their behavior over the last couple of weeks. And I think it's really important that it's not about emulating black or wanting to be black, or wanting to change your identity, or pretending to have a new hairstyle, as one singer did rather spectacularly recently. I'm very happy with my own identity, and with my sense of self, and with my own style. I've always had a massive draw to music by black singers, and I never stopped to question that. And I have recorded podcasts already on what black writers bring to me. And it's got to a point where I much prefer reading their books to anything else. They speak to me on in a way that nothing else does. And this is not about not seeing colour, which is a really naff statement that some people have made. It's about looking at people and not even questioning possibility. And I never understood that about myself, that I was unusual in that sense. No matter who turned up at the homework club 11 years ago, Besides the fact that I set it up in an area that I wanted a huge demographic of people, and I never questioned that, I also never questioned that everything was possible for whatever I faced. And I know I'm not unique in that, because I have an uncanny knack for employing teachers who are also capable of that feat. There was at no point did we stop and go, oh, but you know, but can they do this? And that's the difference between your motivations and being truly equality minded it's the fact that you don't even pause you don't even consider it and one of the mistakes that i made when i closed the homework club and i moved on to other projects is i feel that i didn't carry those people with me but nobody told me that i mattered to them and that sounds like a really stupid thing to say 11 years later it's about seven years now since i moved on to other projects i didn't realize that the black people in the community with severe learning difficulties didn't perhaps have anywhere else to go to be treated so well. And it was only when I had a phone call quite some time later when I had moved on to other projects that I began to realize how much I had meant to that community. But in a way, I suppose at the time, I just felt very used by everybody And I knew that I couldn't sustain doing that for myself. But I do regret maybe not making a conscious effort to somehow bring those people with me.
because I realise now that they needed that invitation more than other people did at the time. And I also never considered that either. I never stopped to think that certain aspects of the community in certain areas had an even bigger reason for feeling that education wasn't for them. And it's very easy when you have a building and a location and you're in a small community to generate an access point to people, which we did very effectively. But when you move away from having a physical location and you're not just in a small community, when you're trying to do things in a bigger way, you don't always seem as accessible. And I've now begun to realise that with time. And I guess I now need to find a way to navigate that too. Because the last seven years for me have been a huge learning curve as well. And there's a sense of trying to pour that all back in as well. And it's why you do have to evolve projects and balance yourself and balance what you're putting out and balance what you're learning and then sit down and try to integrate it all. And I suppose I'm at the integration phase now in, in, in so many ways. It's not just about race. A lot, of this, a lot of it is socioeconomic as well. And a lot of it is integration between different cultures and global themes in education for me too. So it's not, it's not just integration of race. It's integration of everything. But ultimately, I started out as a physicist. And I believe in energy in the same way as I believe in respect. And besides there being a basic sense that there's an equal and opposite reaction to every action, besides that physics principle, for me, there's also an energy behind your motivations. And your motivations leave an energetic footprint. And what many people have written back to me from that very personal piece of writing that I did write was that I can see that this is much bigger than a hashtag for you. But for many people that I read and I look at at the moment, I get the sense that the energetic footprint really isn't bigger than that for them. And that's what you have to, to stop and question every time. And now it's making me go back and reflect on my own mistakes as well.